My friend, we cannot keep this a secret any longer. Let us punish the guilty. Let us reward the innocent. My friend, can your heart stand the shocking facts about... Welcome to the Why Bloody Valentine mini episode. I'm Rich and I'm here with Carolyn. Hi. Finally, you get to pick again. Yeah, it seems like forever. It does feel like it's been 84 years. No, I'm not picking Titanic. That was a good Yet. try, though. It was a good try, though. Maybe I'll pick Titanic when you pick like the shortest movies. So you can pick the longest one and balance the So that the my one can be as long as all four of your short ones. Ugh. <laughs> well, I can't wait to see what you have in store for me today. There is a festival of some sorts going on outside, so if you hear cover band, once again, enjoy the music. Yeah. I don't apologize for that. Have some fun. First, on to our rigmarole. What is your homework? I, like, literally just picked this because the thing that I did pick is completely gone. Pisk, and it wasn't pisk, a today I fucked up, pisk. so that's weird. But this is. I went straight to Reddit. Today I fucked up. And it is, today I fucked up by not disposing of my used condoms. Okay. I slept over at my girlfriend's and we use protection for privacy reasons. I don't throw away used condoms and their wrappers at her place because we're as secretive as we can be about our intimacy. Because not- she's married. I'm pretty sure they're teenagers. Ah. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, why do you immediately go with um, cheating spouses? That's weird. I don't know. Not necessarily because we'd be reprimanded by our parents, but we'd rather just spare the embarrassment. If I had just waited one second. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I have untraceable means of disposing said items, such as her fireplace during cold seasons. And sometimes I just have to take them with me, and I dump it in the bins outside. She lives not too far off in the countryside, and I'm in a nearby town. There are literally no bins where she lives, so I just tie the condoms in a knot, put them in my bag, and take the bus and go home. Sometimes I pass these garbage bins and forget to discharge my contraband. This was one of those times. Then a black SUV pulls to the side. Two two cops hop out and ask me about a missing, stolen smartphone they've been tracking. They must have been doing this for a while this morning. They ask to search my belongings. They go over my pockets and find nothing. And only my school bag is left out. That's where I had the four knotted up, nasty, mostly dried up, genital residue covered, filled, and used condoms. Well, at least he didn't drink the cum. Ew. Rich. Gross. All four in a smaller compartment in my rucksack. All accompanied by their beautiful wrappers and a small quantity of lube that the condoms were initially coated with inside. The cops were slightly on edge, though polite. And despite the sort of unethical approach, denying them access to my stuff would have only aroused suspicion. The I know my rights card doesn't really work where I live. Yeah, I was going to say, is this guy not American? Because there's no fucking way I'd let the cops check my bag just because they said they're looking for a phone. I knew they wouldn't find anything, so I hesitantly let the guy do his job. His hand rummages through the bigger compartments, then the middle one, then the smallest. And I see his hand squeeze what I believe to be my condoms. Why would he do that? Like, stress ball, muscle memory? Anyways, 
He fucked up as much as I did. He tried to hide it, but I felt him cringing inside. I'm on a lookout for a Reddit post from his perspective. He then tried cracking a joke in which he tried to face the facts, but it didn't diffuse the situation. I was stone-faced the entire time. We shared similar feelings. He let his partner know that I'm clean, and they book it. Maybe he'll look first before snooping through someone else's shit. And maybe I should just throw my shit away before I scar anyone else's conscience. Yeah, that jackbooted fascist deserved a fucking handful of cum. Yeah. Picking on some kid. Four used condoms. Good. So hand squish all in it. Good. Fucker. But I learned something about you now. What? You just immediately think that people are cheating spouses. Ah. It is It is something I think a lot. Everybody's cheating. Why? I don't know. You're in an open relationship. My, I don't know. It's still my whole life. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Like, how can anyone cheat on you? I'm not this. I wasn't saying. How this can guy, you cheat? I'm not saying about me cheating or you cheating. But it, how would that be in your life? No, it's in my head when I think of situations like this all the time. Oh, just immediately goes to cheating. But oh, I'm glad this cop got a handful of cum. Oh yeah, I knew you would. Being a fucking Gestapo rights violating piece of shit. It makes me think of that cop that was like patting down that one black dude. And he- he like squeezes. He's yeah. like, "What's that?" He's like, "That's my penis." That is my penis. <laughs> <clears throat> Mine is also from Reddit. True off my chest. Married man hit on me multiple times. Should I tell his wife? Oh, here we go. I'm female, thirty-one. He's male, thirty-two. I've known him since high school, but we are not close. I haven't spoken to him in ten years, but we're friends via social media with almost no interaction there either. So it's just some dude she's went to school with. Yeah, and they're just friends on Facebook or whatever. We've both been married to our partners for approximately eight plus years and both have multiple children. Anyway, back in the winter, I went on vacation to a resort with my husband and posted a pic of myself in a bikini to my Instagram. This guy sends me a private DM commenting on how hot the weather is in that photo with clear insinuations about what he's actually talking about. Hurt, hurt. Ew. I ignore it. The next day, he sends me another DM with the same pic attached, again, making a provocative implication. She doesn't respond to the first one, never again send another. Right? It's over. You shot Especially your shot, like, it's over. Her little face popped down to the bottom. She yeah. fucking read it. She reads Stop. it, doesn't respond, leave her the fuck alone. That's ill. Dickhead. This time I block him. I, I went to his Facebook, so this is probably like Instagram. Oh, yeah, okay. I went to his Facebook, wondering if he was still married, and yep, Just had his third baby with his wife. We both come from a religious background, so I find this behavior especially wrong and offensive. Grow the fuck up. Don't don't fucking post pictures of yourself like that if you don't think people are going to fucking look at them. That's true. I mean, you have no right to be, like, harassed by this guy. Right. But But they're going to look. The idea that people aren't going to look, especially if you are attractive. That's why you posted a picture of yourself in a bathing suit on Instagram. You wanted people to see it. So let's fucking cool it with the God shit. You don't deserve the harassment. No. But you also They're don't get look. to say people can't fucking look and like check you out and shit. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the fucking point. I realize he only made private comments to me, but it has not sat right ever since. I keep thinking about how many random women's DMs he must be in if he's willing to so brazenly flirt twice to someone who actually knows him and his family. Nope. Not your business. Nope. None of your fucking business. That is their business. Should I give his wife a heads up that he's definitely got a wandering eye? No. Never. Shut the fuck up. 
You don't know these people. Stay out of their fucking marriage. I don't know her personally, so this would be the first time I've spoken to her. No. Then don't do it. No. <laughs> don't fucking speak to her because somebody said you looked hot in a picture that you posted for people to think you're hot in. Nope. I'm so torn. She gets up enough evidence, she'll go through and she'll say that he tried to message her. Yeah, and he probably fucking knows. She probably knows already that yeah. he's like a fucking pervy weirdo. I'm so torn. It just all feels gross. I hope everyone told her to mind her fucking No, it's this. the internet, and people give the worst fucking advice on the internet all the time. First comment. Here we go. She probably already knows my wife knew me so well she could tell how much change I had in my pocket. Next one. Can you send her the, the DMs? Tell her you blocked him and ask her to ask him to never contact you again? No, don't do that. No. I would want to know. I wouldn't be pleased about it, but I would want to know. No. No, you wouldn't. I would if I were in your shoes. No, but you should tell him that you'll tell his wife. That is the answer. Yeah. That is how you get him to leave you the fuck alone. Mm -hmm. Don't tell his wife, but tell him you will tell his wife if he doesn't back the fuck off. Yeah. That'll do it. Though she already blocked him, so it's not like he has access. If he's not If he follows her over to Facebook and then sends her another message, then I would threaten him. Yeah, but no, you don't. Otherwise, you've already taken care of it. You blocked the dude. It's done. He's out of your fucking life. Just like if it was an actual random person that you didn't know messaged you on whatever. Like, you would just block them. Yeah. This one. Definitely tell her it will relieve you of the guilt. No. There should be no guilt. You did nothing wrong. No. But also... If you destroy this person's fucking marriage, um, take the children and split them up, you will feel far more guilty. But also, he might be allowed. Yeah. Like, I'm sure that if you just message some random girl, like, you know, what's up or whatever, and they see that you're married, they'll be like, oh my god, he's totally fucking cheating on her. When the- yeah, you absolutely can. Yeah. Um, This one's a good one. Let your husband contact this dude with the string of his comments attached saying, if you ever contact my wife again, I'm going to make you very sorry. That'll probably do it, too. Yeah. I think it's already taken care of, though. You blocked the dude. It's one thing if you know the wife. She's yeah. your friend. Yeah, yeah. Then you tell her. friend and you're your a friend's husband stranger. tells you your private messages and tells you you're hot or whatever. Then, yeah, like, dude, yeah. your husband's being weird. Yeah. So mind your fucking business. Yeah, I agree. So, recommendations. Do you have one? I'm not going to take yours. Yeah, and I've made abundantly clear what mine will be on the last episode of the podcast. I didn't watch anything spectacular. We did like that movie we watched last night. I don't think it was like... I wouldn't recommend it. It was a good movie. It was whatever. I finished another book, but I've already read it. No, I don't think I have any. Mine is Penn and Teller. Go see Penn and Teller. They're getting old, so, like, time is of the essence here. This was, that was a main contributing factor to why the second Penn & Teller tickets went on sale, I bought them. And it was another bucket list item for you. Yes, it was very much a bucket list item. I've been a fan of those guys since the 90s. Like, love those fucking guys. I love the show Bullshit. I love Magic. I can juggle. You know, there's a lot of people that don't know who they are. Yeah, it's like, weird, isn't it? When I was telling people that I went, they're like, who? They're uh, impossibly famous. It's really weird, though, that, like, how? Unless you're like, Are they only famous to us? Like, no, I don't think so, because they sold that place out. Yeah. They are one of the longest running acts in Vegas history. Right. So, like, yeah, people they know had them. TV shows and stuff, too. Like, that's not like they just did 
Mag- Magic in Vegas. Yeah, they've done Broadway. They have TV shows. They're on like every fucking morning show. Like Good Morning America, all that shit. They're on all that. How they were really not... popular just for like showing how people did the magic tricks too. Yeah. I don't I don't understand how anybody did, did unless you... you're like 20. Were you talking about it to people? Yeah, and everybody, they didn't know every who they single were? person knew who the fuck I was talking about. Almost everyone that I talked to about it did not know who they were. That's insane to yeah. me that people wouldn't know who Penn and Teller are. Uh-huh. They're so fucking famous. That, it's really weird. Like, they're like... All the people at work, they're like, who? Huh? 100 millionaires. These are like not underground entertainers. They're probably, outside of maybe like David Copperfield, the most famous musician mu- magicians in the world. I don't I don't get it. There was a lot of people that did not know who they were. That Foolish show has been on TV for like 15 fucking years. That's so wild to me. Mm-hmm. I don't like any of the, the people you talk to. <laughs> well, like, my people knew, but like, I'm talking about people at work. Well, I mean, even my father and my grandmother came over and I was telling them about it and they're like, who? What they the didn't fuck? know who they was. Like, what? How? Anyway. You should know who Penn and Teller is. If you're listening to this podcast, there's a very strong chance you know Penn and Teller are. It was a good show. It was awesome. It was amazing. They're very good at what they do. And I was able to come away from a show without having hearing loss. So that was cool. Yeah. We've been really pounding you with the fucking concerts. Yeah, what did I go to? Six this year? Yeah. I probably need hearing aids. It's only six concert, babes. You got it. <sighs> But I'm, like, sensitive. <laughs> you are a very sensitive girl. Or assistant slash girlfriend. Calls me Goldilocks. Can't be too hot. Can't be too cold. Can't eat too much. Can't eat too little. Can't sleep too much. Can't sleep too little. God, I can eat too much. People kept bringing us food today at work. Ugh. You either eat way too much food at work or you don't eat at all. Yeah, the only time I really eat at work is if people bring me food. But then everyone brings you food or they bring you food all day. Yeah, I share every every single thing of food that was brought into the office I shared with my coworker today. Um, So one of them was a sandwich bag full of macaroni and cheese. That was really weird. Yeah, it was pretty good though once once you got it because it was spicy. But it was in a... A Ziploc bag. Correct. It was it was in a Ziploc bag, which is unexpected. Yeah. It was like a macaroni and cheese piece of cake. Yes, it was a slice. Like, it was not like random macaroni and cheese. And it wasn't one kind of noodle. Hmm. There were multiple size macaroni noodles, and there were like ziti in it. There's all kinds of weird noodles in it. They just it's, grabbed it's, all the pasta that yeah. was in there. It's like, Jesus, I have a lot of in. pasta in my pantry. Time to clear it? this the fuck Throw out. Throw some cheese on it. It was awesome. It was really good. And then my boss, someone brought him a sub that was enormous. The sub was so enormous, he ate half of it and gave me and my coworker the other half. And we each ate half of the half. Wow. And they're like, that's a lot of fucking sub. So that was good. And then somebody brought leftover popcorn from the drive-in this weekend. So we each had a big bag of popcorn for, for the day. And there were tortilla chips there for some reason. Hmm. So it was a good food day. Sounds like And it. on Wednesday, my company's feeding us. They're feeding us grilled cheese sandwiches and macaroni and cheese. So. Wow. Yeah. If you know me, you know how much I like mac and cheese. So I'm going to be a macaroni and cheese by the end of this week. 
it is time, Carolyn, for you to announce your movie. I have no clue what it is. Not an inkling. I tried to guess with the Titanic reference just to see, like, because if I got it, you'd be like, how did you know? And I wouldn't have known. I was just a shot in the dark. I'm going to go with your theme of, is it a horror movie? Or is it a rom-com? Or is it a children's movie? What is it? (laughs) Casper. Casper. Christina Ricci. President Pullman. Beetlejuice thing. What the hell do you think you're doing? We have company. Well, company loves misery. So take a break. Get a grade. Catch your pants before they fall. You guys are disgusting, obnoxious creeps. Thank you. Universal Pictures and Avalon Entertainment. Are we there or what? Invite you. Her first time on the podcast, not his first time on the podcast, not Devin Sawa's first time on the podcast. No, lots of... Bring them all back. Lots of returns for this one. Which means uh, they definitely belong here. So you ask if it was a rom-com, a kid's movie, or... Or a horror movie. A horror movie. It's definitely the first two. We'll see about a horror movie. It's a ghost movie. It's true. It's very, Multiple ghosts. It's very, very likely this is a horror movie. I remember watching this movie at the Vicky, the Victoria Theater where I'm from, the one that Rite Aid tore down for their parking lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Karma's finally coming for Rite Aid, though. Who is filing bankruptcy? Suck it. That's what happens when you tear down iconic movie theaters that build parking lots that no one parks in, you dickholes. So this chain that, like, spans the U.S. is going down because of one store? No. In your town that is just one bad decision in a litany of bad decisions they must have made so many decisions like that to ruin communities to destroy um culture all throughout the united states and people like me aren't gonna fucking stand for it for long Hmm. this shit can't go on forever and now it hasn't bankruptcy for rite aid bastards 
Okay. That's karma. Are you excited? Yeah, I fucking hate Rite Aid. No, are you excited about the movie? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, It is available for free on Tubi and Peacock. So look at look at Carolyn picking a fucking free movie after I picked one that wasn't free. You are welcome. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, this should be fun. Yeah. President Pullman. Christina Ricci, you fucking love her. I love Christina Ricci. Devin Sawa's fine. Probably don't love that you love her when she's a child. No, I don't like. No. It's really weird. It's a real weird, weird feeling. We'll talk about it on the podcast. I think everybody knows, though. Like your crush when you were a kid, even if Anybody. you don't have that crush like that, the child that you were is still alive inside of you. Oh, is that what it is? I think so. Like you can still harken back to the days when you were a child, mm-hmm. and once in a while, you can feel that way. Yeah, I you was can flash back to those feelings. I was walking out of work the other day, and just how the sky looked with the sun and the temperature, it like threw me right back to riding my bike as a kid. It was really fucking weird. But shit like that happens to me all the time. So that person is still alive inside of you. But no, I don't, I'm not attracted to child Christina Ricci. I'm attracted to adult Christina Ricci. I didn't say that you were. I just said it's a weird feeling and I was going to talk about it on the podcast and now you just talked about it here. We can still talk about it on the podcast. There's plenty more to get into. Do you have anything else to add? No, I said I was going to say it on the podcast. Okay. Next week. Save it for the podcast. Say goodbye, Carolyn. Goodbye, Carolyn.